Okay, buddy. What's happening? Uh, it's just another cold just day another. in Pennsylvania. It's a new year and a new us. Oh yeah, forgot it's the new year. We've been happy sp- 2018. This podcast has spanned across three years now. That's crazy. Wow. Well, you can really, when you start getting into the uh, uh, shit. What's that word that smart people use? Metaphysical. No, not meta. Oh, well, that's another one. But. Uh, uh, when you start getting uh, um, nitty gritty, nitty gritty. Oh, I had it. Start with an S. Uh, salamander. Yes, that was it. Salamander. Um, wow, I feel like an asshole right now. You can't remember any word. I can't remember any words whatsoever, well. except the ones that are coming out of my mouth. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? That was a bad rush hour pool right there. Yeah. So, uh, I th- to be fair, no, no. It, it's good because it's the only rush hour pool ever used on a podcast. <laughs> Unless there is there a rush hour podcast? I'm sure there's a podcast for everything. Right. Rightfully so. There's so, a podcast for podcasts. M- movies that children shouldn't watch with toys. Yeah, that's this one. Uh, so just to start before preface, uh, you've not, cause you're backed up on TV shows and books and movies Ugh. until like, God, I don't even know when, uh, but I heard there, there's this new book out. It's a two parter all about like this, uh, group of people that left, uh, their country and, uh, and then fled. And then in the second part, there's this guy that died for their sins that just came out. I want to check that one out. It's really preachy. Okay. No, but uh, there's a, a show on Netflix called The Toys That Make Us, and I, I saw episode one, which was Star Wars, and I saw episode three, which is Motu. Um, I've been nagging you about this since the, I don't know if you remember me telling you about this like seven months ago. Yeah, I remember when it was coming out, and then I saw it come out, and I was really excited, and then I actually had it, and I hit like the play, and it started loading. And then I was like, ooh, something shiny, or I have to go clean something. And then I, I, I walked away. Well, in episode one, all about Star Wars, there is a uh, Darth Vader toothpick holder that I saw. I was like, oh, my God, I would love that. And, of course, Jesus Enchantress Christ. got it for me. So there it is, made by Bandai. It's a Darth Vader tooth saber. Ooh, anything made by Bandai I'm a fan of. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty goddamn cool. Uh, she's the best. And then the Motu episode was just so awesome. It tells a great story. The guy, the one thing was like when they were when they were making uh, Battle Cat, they just took they had this big gym line, and he was the figure was bigger than the Masters of the Universe figures. So this tiger that Big Jim fought was obviously not the scale of 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 uh, the Masters of the Universe. And the guy who's sculpting it was like, "Well, it's not the scale." The guy telling the story goes, "Well, I don't give a fuck." And he's like, you could put a saddle on Ryan. And he goes, I put a fucking saddle on him. And that's what they did. And, then they nice. and he's like dropping the F-bombs in the episode. They don't bleep anything out. It's really. It's this a, is awesome. That, that's what we need more of. I think yeah. the world just needs more cursing. 
just more realness and it's real. yeah like they're not making this for kids it's for speaking it's, of realness if people could see this i know what i look like and this is a little tease for later down the edge but i look like zed from police academy 2 right now yeah but that's you on a good day i'm the kind of your sweet chuck <laughs> <laughs> am i not <laughs> actually i'm looking more zed like these days uh, my hair is getting out there. I've been called Ted Kaczynski by our friend Rocco. Uh, I don't know if that was a compliment or an insult, but I'll wow. take it. Is my hair and I receding? Yeah, yeah getting, it is. We're getting I'm old. starting to look like fucking mayhem from the fucking State Farm commercials. Or is it Nationwide? <laughs> Whatever the fuck he does. Know. Notice, though, that now he's like uh, not uh, he, he, he's not like an accident. Now he like like protects you from those things because I don't they don't know. Ha- I think they just cut the budget back on it so rather than have like something happen and the stunt go down now he just has to stand there and go no I don't do that anymore it's fucking brilliant I, I haven't seen any of the new ones it's fucking beeper king man yeah fucking Baba Booey Howard Stern rules um so Liz <laughs> Lemon's boyfriends aside uh, so that's really cool. A um, couple, couple people asked me uh, just like a half hour ago. Uh, Nuke Molecule on Instagram was like, "Hey, you guys see uh, Toys That Made Us yet?" And I was like, "I've seen two episodes. Squeezer is getting to it." I might. It's a snow day tomorrow. Is it? So I might try to cram a couple in. Uh, well, it is for me. I'm not. Are oh, you not working, working now yeah. through? Uh, there is. There is a, quite only a couple. It's four episodes, Squeezer. You can do this. It's only four? Yeah. Oh, all right. It's, uh, it's yeah, Star Wars, Barbie, Masters of the Universe, and G.I. Joe. But I shouldn't watch it with the kid is what you're saying. Uh, I don't think she does. I go out of my There's... way not to curse in front of her. And I notice that I don't because I curse so goddamn much that when I don't do it, like it like, kind of feels weird. So. Well, I guess. I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's I mean... cursing. Not much, but yeah, there is. But there's enough. Yeah. There's a lot of cursing in these movies. In fact, one of our movies that we're going to say, they use, they drop an F-bomb 22 times. Right. So imagine if someone took... In an hour and a half. All right. Well, let me preface it. You're jumping the gun. All right. I was put, we were putting together our, our diehard uh, Batman Returns and uh, Gremlins and uh, none of those movies are really technically for kids. <laughs> but, you know, I watched them all when I was a kid. And yeah. I was reading more about, uh, you know, I was this NES game for Die Hard when I was doing my research. Mm-hmm. And I think I pitched this idea to you a couple months ago. You already did Toy Lines? Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, it kind of just n- naturally occurred, like, just out of the, in conversation, just, wow, we really shouldn't have been playing with this shit. Well, we've been saying that, and then I was like, hey, I looked it up. There's enough R-rated toy lines for us to do a whole show, if you're interested. And then I was doing looking up the NES Die Hard game, and I'm like, you know what? This isn't like PlayStation and Xbox was now. NES was sold as a toy to kids. Yeah. And they released a Die Hard, a Rambo. They released like a lot of... I actually thought about dipping into a, a video game for one of these, but I... I, I, I did. I dipped in. I put oh, Rambo. you did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I rented Rambo. My dad, we we had so many Rambo toys, but let me start. Um, my first pick is, is, is I am going first this week, by the way. My first pick is... All right, we'll just skip my history bit. Oh, oh, that's right. 
We got a naturally occurring history. Bit. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. Well, well I mean, if want... there's a, a a mystery to be solved, it's how we. Oh God, what a fucking awful transition. So I loved the show when I was a kid. What's the history of it? Oh. Is it streaming or what? Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, January third of eighty seven, which was weird to me because I feel like the show is is older than that. Yeah, but you were only four. I was only five in '87. Yeah, but I yeah, I probably didn't start watching it until a little bit later. But even then, I felt like even if I was watching a new episode, I felt like I was watching a rerun from the '70s. I think it <laughs> Never me. Been I, like the, the, it, for me, it was always very much like late '80s, early '90s for me. That's how I identified with Robert Stack, since I was obviously a oh, fan of Caddyshack too. I was always confused with Robert Stack because I, I was a big fan of uh, Shatner, Rescue 911. No, what was the fucking movie he was? That, I mean, he was like a Caddyshack legend. Caddyshack two. Uh, Caddyshack two. No, the one with the uh, Caddyshack uh, two. No, the fucking Vietnam one where they go back and it's him and uh, who's that ugly ass boxer guy? Hold on, you actually cut out this time. Oh no, shit. Yeah. Uh, Randall Tex Cobb's in it. <laughs> it's Randall Tex Cobb, the guy from Tremors. Well, not and... airplane, right? What's that? <laughs> He's an airplane. I, I know airplane and uh, Caddyshack too. And um, he was in Beavis and Butthead: Do America and Transformers a movie. Um... It? Uncommon Valor. That's oh, it. Uncommon Valor. Yeah, yeah. He was an Uncommon Valor. Um, he was like the guy who's. Like, his uh, son was a POW, so they send some guys back to go rescue him. Uh, and Robert Robert stacks that guy. He was like the Harrison Ford in Apocalypse Now kind of thing. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. A young, very young, Carpenter-esque Harrison Ford. So, yeah, <clears throat> I, I just recently saw that uh, it's full episodes are available streaming, I believe on Amazon Prime and other places. So Amazon, Hulu, it's all like certain versions of it because it was on NBC, CBS, Lifetime, Spike. I, I watched a lot of it on Lifetime, like in between Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was always on Lifetime. It was, it was fantastic. Lifetime, yeah. And then uh, after Robert Stack died, they brought it back and Dennis Farina uh, hosted it for a while. It was always hilarious. Is that the commish? Um, hmm? Is that the commish? Or wait, no. That's other no, guy. No, Robert, uh, Dave Frino was on, uh, before he died, uh, he was on uh, Law and Order. Uh, but he was also, he was also uh, in uh, in Snatch. Oh, okay. And, I mean, fucking everything. He was in everything. Yeah, but Robert Stack was, like, the guy that ran this. But it started, I didn't, I didn't know this, before it was a series, they had seven specials that they did. And they had uh, uh, Raymond Burr. Uh, did the first one uh, who after he died then it was got all shady it's like yeah all these like heroics and stuff and shit he did in the war yeah, I, I don't think that ever happened uh, and then uh, uh, who was he with oh Carl Malden did uh, uh, two of them and then Robert Stack hosted the last four of these seven specials and then uh, it wasn't until October of 88 then the whole series started up and that's when Robert Stack hosted from 88 to 2003, I guess, when he died. What's that uh, you got behind you there? Is that a juicer? Crockpot? Is this thing? 
No, no, no. That's a heavy bag. To your, to the other side. Hang on. That box. Oh, the box. Uh, that's a power pressure cooker XL. Oh. Ten quart pressure cooker. It's just a box. Oh. Pressure cooker somewhere upstairs collecting dust. The box is down here collecting I, dust. I just get worried when I see boxes. Right next pressure. to the heavy bag collecting dust. Look, do you see that weight bar on that bench back there? Look how much weight's on that shit. You see that? It's full of 45 pounds. All 45 pounds. I just get worried, Squeezer, because it's you and it's a pressure cooker. And No, 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 no. I would never do. No. I'm like the Punisher, man. That shit's for pussies. <laughs> I finished the Punisher, by the way. It is fantastic. Oh, you never look at a carousel the same way again. <laughs> we took the kid down to the Please Touch Museum down in Philly, and they have a carousel down there. And uh, I, I'm just sitting there out. watching it go round and round. And I just I find the biggest asshole that I could find. And spoilers. Okay, good. And then I just picture me just fucking pressing, dragging her face along the glass. Well, that's how you make a villain, isn't it? That's how you make a season two, and it's going to be awesome. Speaking of how you make a villain, uh, mm -hmm. let's talk about my first pick. Savage is attacking! We take this piece of silo. We'll rule the world, General Warhawk. We need Rambo! Rambo for freedom! Here's a present, Havoc! Wow! Rambo, who are you? Warhawk! Rambo, my sword! Rambo and General Warhawk with their battle action weapons, each sold separately. So, uh, that sounded fun. First Blood came out, and yeah. it was a movie about this crazy guy from Vietnam who has basically flashbacks and kills all the cops in the town. Um, yeah, they kind of kill themselves. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, uh, First Blood, it becomes a huge success. Huge success. Yes. Then an even bigger movie comes out called Rambo, First Blood Part 2, which they get him out of jail and they send him back over to Vietnam to catch to, to, to free people who are trapped over there. Yeah. That movie spawns a national phenomenon of merchandise, all aimed at children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it spawned a cartoon show. Um, mm -hmm. Well, Coleco, uh, Coleco was, was making a lot of money off Cabbage Patch Kids. But they didn't really have a boys line to compete with Masters of the Universe or G.I. Joe. So, uh, I, and some of these commercials, they'd be like, he's no Joe. He's a psychopathic murderer. But, <laughs> so they bought the rights. Coleco bought the rights to make Rambo action figures. And they commissioned, obviously, you can't have an action figure line without a fucking cartoon. Sure. So they commissioned the cartoon. And they ran. There's, I think it was a miniseries at first. And then it ran for, I think, 64 episodes total. Uh, he always had his shirt off. He had a sidekick and the girl who was master of disguises. And they were generally not bad. It wasn't a bad. It was a really bad impression of Sly Stallone, like the main actor. But that's what like you get. most people do. Yeah, right. That's what you get with a, 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 a kid. That's not bad enough. What they then released in the toy line. So they released a full assault M24 buildup rifle, which was just a rebranded A-team one from the 70s or early 80s. <laughs> They released an M60 build-up target practice gun with um, what is it when the when the bullets are on a, a, a like like Chewy wears like the bullets are on like bandolier a bandolier a full bullet bandolier to go with it. Um, if you're wearing it, it's like a bandolier. Otherwise, it's just considered belt fed. 
Yeah, it's a belt. It's a belt fed, uh, but you could wear the bandolier. Yeah, like in the movie, like you see him, he like wraps, takes the belt and like whips it and wraps it around his wrist and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's a it's a belt fed M60. Then there's the high pressurized motorized M60 water machine gun. Then oh, stop, this sounds so much fun. Then there was the M16 sparking assault rifle with real sound that was Rambo branded. Then there was the Waterhawk uh, miniaturized uh, minigun uh, that was a water gun, uh, which we had as kids. My brother and I each had one of these. Um, then there's the Rambo playset. You know those really tall playsets that come in like a, 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 a blister pack? Mm-hmm. Came with mm-hmm. a little machine gun, the uh, Army K-Knife, the K-Blade, a little plastic grenade, and a crossbow with those little orange dots and a compass, of course. Uh, they released the uh, RPG water gun that looked like it had a little fucking missile in it. They released, you could buy the toy uh, K-Knife to go on your belt. They released the 45er sound pistol and holster that, 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 that attached to a holster that would go on your bicycle. How the fuck did Sergeant Al Powell only shoot one kid with a ray gun back then? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you literally had no choice. There was the Rambo, I also had this, the 9mm automatic electronic Uzi gun. Authentic scale replica Rambo Mighty Rambo uh, replica Rambo's Mighty Uzi. Ran off a 9 volt battery? Yeah. We had it. We talked about this in uh wish. That thing was the shit. It would shake back and forth, yeah. So that went along with all these action figures that came with every weapon known to man. So not only could you role-play as a psychopathic, uh, shell-shocked uh, Marine, mm-hmm. or was he in the Army? Uh, Army Ranger, yes. Yeah. Army Rangers. Yeah. So then there was also the Rambo First Blood Part Two video game, which I rented and played, uh, but it was kind of like a clone of Zelda 2. You know, it's it, the, the thing that always confused me, the beginning, the colonel comes to you in prison, and it asks you, it tells you you need to send to Vietnam, but it also gives you the option of saying no, and then if you keep saying no, like, it's not exactly no, but it just keeps, like, going over and over until you actually say yes and accept the mission. <laughs> and there's one point where you're talking to a girl, and he, you, you either could ask something about the mission, or, like, how do you, how do you feel about me? It's really, really weird. Does Rambo really need that, like... <laughs> Verification well, well, to his did ego. Bethesda make a Rambo game? Um, but no, this it is a fun game. It's just kind of a, it's it, you start off with a knife. It's very much like Zelda. Like the numbers pop up after you kill an enemy. It's a side scrolling. It's. I'm pretty sure that actually happened in First Blood Part Two. Yeah, every time. Well, every time he killed a yeah. snake, a bug, or a bat, because that's all he's fucking killing in this game. And then eventually mm-hmm. he gets like like missiles and grenades and machine gun later in the game, but. Yeah, I, I remember. Oh, I remember. I want my compound bow. So, yeah, this this movie that was a very violent and gory uh, movie about a psychotic, uh, shell shocked uh, uh, Vietnam vet. Uh, you mean when our hero is tied to a metal bed frame and electrocuted? Yes. Mm, okay, that one. Yeah, this there was turned into a quite the popular uh, children's toy line, and I'm saying quite popular. Like I remember, we loved it. Oh. I remember we told this is wow we're this might be a year ago that we even talked about it where I had my I remember getting my Rambo action figure from Hills in Williamsport Pennsylvania right right across the street from the little league or in my mind it was right across the street from the ballpark who knows where the fuck it was up there um, 
take a drive to Williamsport one day. Just for fun. It's just for fun. But yeah, so, I mean, this was, it was a fun toy line, and, uh, you know, nothing like this would ever, 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 ever happen again. God, no. I remember the last toy gun I bought. It was probably around 93. And I found it Operation Desert Storm. Well, it was... Because Chris and I, the, was, the, the magazine held like the eight AA batteries. Mm-hmm. You slid it in and it did that. Well, this thing was pretty badass. It was like a, a, a Benelli, uh, like a, or like a Spaz 12 kind of looking like shotgun. And which to me at this time was awesome because in the book, I know it's a 30-30. But in the movie... Uh, Muldoon and Grant had Spaz 12s. Oh, yeah. And I saw this at uh, Toys R Us. the shoulder holster? Well, it was, it was just, it didn't have, it didn't have the locking down stock and shit like that. Oh, so you came slowly uh, and methodically. I I picture you doing that, like, Oh, God, I pictured it in my head. I probably even built, like, a little fake version of it. Like, I mean, I built, I built a smart gun, like, a smart gun from Aliens at a Pipeworks, and I would just, like, peruse the neighborhood like Drake, pre-acid wash um but yeah i found a shotgun and it would you would cock it and like when you'd cock it it, it had a magazine that would you pop in and shells would fly out and it would make a noise and it would make a firing sound was the was the um, what's it called the tip was it was it was it black plastic and was the the plastic on that you cocked was it orange uh no the the gun itself was silver because um, the I, handle the handle was blue and there was an orange tip on it until I got it home. Well, we and had then a little masking tape and spray paint, and uh, yeah, I could have robbed uh, many a Seven Eleven with this thing. What do you it call, was as legit as you could get. What do you call? Like, I'm forgetting the piece that you uh, you you cock to load, load the round. Uh, like the un. The pump handle? I I, I don't yes. know offhand. Yeah. You know, like so, bet when Sarah Connor like starts this one cock and that shit. Yeah, that's Chris and I had that. We had. I just remember this now. It was it was a sawed off shotgun toy, and it, mm-hmm. it took two of those little red darts in it, and you. Oh no no! This it didn't actually shoot darts. This had like a little plastic shells, so it would just eject the shells out the side, and you could load a magazine, pop a shell in, and keep cocking it and fire and. It, there's, they should never have been sold to kids. So, There's only one at Toys R Us, and I did the classic. I found one, I took it, and I hid it back in like the baby aisle until I could come back later and like buy it then. I'm just, I'm remembering another toy we had even as younger kids. So my uncle bought this for us, and he was a hunter. So it came with, and if anyone remembers what this was, it was, it, it looked like a like an actual shotgun, but it was a cap gun, and it had little shotgun shells, and you'd get this little, this little um box with like these little round like pellet caps in it and they'd be in styrofoam you pull it out and you put it in the head of the shotgun shell and you load like two shotgun shells into the gun and it was literally a toy cap shotgun if you can remember what that cap gun was yeah if anyone remembers what that cap gun was i I had i'll ask my dad he might know but i think they bought it off like home shopping network even is it was a thing back then so uh yeah that's uh that's my first pick uh let's go for your first pick t2 
If you thought you'd seen it all, see it again. I insist. The biggest movie of the summer is T2, rated R. Now playing at a theater near you. Terminator. I'm back. Got to find John Connor. But evil T-1000 gets to him first. Hey, back off. Terminator's heavy metal psycho zeroes in and fires. Uh, but T-1000 stands to get even. This is for getting on my bad side. You're next, John Connor. I'm back. Terminator deploys his secret weapon. Hasta la vista, baby. Terminator this time. Terminator is back. And I'm back. And Squeezer's back. You ready? Did you play it? Yeah. You played? Oh. <clears throat> oh, I was I was timing myself. I thought I'd get back in time. Dude, just barely. Oh, really? That was a minute? Yeah. Oh, no. The T2 one's a shorter. Fuck. All right. Alright, hang on. It's too delicious to pass up. So. Yeah, you're gonna need a pee break. It's like 9.5% too, so. Oh, good God. Yeah, we're gonna be good. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I did talk to Munch, though, about getting cough buttons made. Sweet. Okay. I'm probably gonna have to do it, though. Uh. All right, so All right. Terminator, that's a good pick. Those, those figures were fun. And before, I think, I remember watching my parents watch Terminator, but I don't think I really was <clears throat> eager to see the movie and see the sequel until I saw the toys, and then we watched it, and my mom's like, oh, we shouldn't have let you watch this. Yeah, well, it, it's funny, because I didn't see the movie or the toys or anything. My first introduction to Terminator was... Uh, the cool kid next door to me, the reason I'm a Dolphins fan, um, he had the um, graphic novel uh, comic similar to, like, uh, last week we talked about uh, Batman Returns. Right. They did the exact same thing with Terminator 2. And I'm sitting in his room, and I'm checking this thing out, like, this is fucking badass. And then, <clears throat> not to sound uh, too over-anxious, um... Yeah, I immediately, like, tracked this down, and I had to go and see Terminator 2, um, which I then absolutely loved. Had no business um, at that age. Maybe nine. Uh, yeah, it was probably nine. Uh, watching this, and then I remember next to my grandparents, uh, their neighbor, they had a grandson who was maybe two or three years older than me. And he had all the Terminator action figures, and they were just awesome. And we would play on the back porch with them. Right. And then, so eventually, I'm like, I wanted my own. And it was a little past their release, so I was able to, uh, mom was able to do a KB run for me. <laughs> you didn't have that, like, uh, regeneration chamber, did you? The skin that no, used to play No, no. We, sp we spoke about, we, we did talk about the T2 right. line at one point. Yeah. Um, and how basically none of the figures resembled anything like, the actual Terminator. There was one that was close, but then they gave him a weird, goofy arm. Yeah, apparently... What did resemble... What, sorry? They, they didn't sell well the first the first go-around, so they rebranded <laughs> them Clone Wars or something, or... or, or, uh, or uh, 
uh, what is it, Android Wars or something like that. And then they um, then they rebooted them again and sold them exclusively at the ride, the T Terminator 3D. Yeah, there were a number of um, Kenner, of course. Uh, Kenner, yes. There is actually a theme. I was so disappointed. I almost went five for five. Uh, there's only w- one uh, one playmates in my line, which just by looking at you know right off the bat are playmates. But everything else, it's Kenner taking advantage of uh, uh, violence and aggressive uh, sexuality towards women um, and marketing to young boys. To be fair, um, I only have two Kenners on mine. Two out of three. All right, well, that's two out of three, and I, that's six, that, That's still a good uh, 60% Kenner on his list. <laughs> yeah. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, so anyway, um, yeah, the, the Terminators themselves, like the T-100s weren't spot on, but the T-1000s were fairly accurate. Like you had the uh, your normal... Uh, T-1000, and you also had the motorcycle cop version where his ass flipped up and shot rockets out of his ass. Right. We, it's on our set as we speak. Um, it, it didn't occur to me, though, like, the one T-1000 action figure, like the exploding one, very similar to the scorpion alien that explodes. Right. It has his, like, stabbing arm. And if there's a, a short list of five top horrifying images... In my childhood, um, there is a couple on this list. I'll, another one is uh, oh, coming up next. Uh, maybe number two would be um, the reveal after he says your parents are dead, and it cuts back to T one thousand on the phone, and then looking over at his handiwork, and it, it like zooms out, and you see the the spear arm going through the milk container. Through is it Doug? Is Doug his stepdad? I don't know. I want to say it's Doug. I'm gonna call him Doug. Okay. Through his mouth, out the back of his head, and into the cabinet, and then he quick pulls it back and he just drops. That's one of the top five most disturbing yeah, moments up. of my childhood, and they made an action figure out of him, and I can buy that and play that. Yeah. And and I did. Actually, I didn't have that. No, wait, I did have that one. All right, yeah. All right, I'm a spoiled fuck. Well, that's the running theme of this show. Hey. Hey. Uh, that's I love when people joke when I post something on Instagram. You know, like, Squeezer probably had it. Like, of course Squeezer had it. Oh, yeah, we, um, we were talking about... Uh, oh, Silverboyd. When he, would, he put the list down of all the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The thing, I'm like, ah, just circle that Ninja Turtle page. Well, yeah, I said Squeezer probably had all this shit. So yeah, the T two line. Uh, that- uh, not not to mention the another one. The uh, any time like stabbing through the face, the and then the uh, finger through the eye of the sheriff's deputy was also really fucking gross too. It was. So uh, another movie. Uh, again, Sylvester Stallone. Again, R rated. Again, not appropriate for children. Again, had an action figure line. In the future, you have to defrost a cop to put a criminal on ice. Sylvester Stallone is John Spartan, the demolition man. The toughest cop in the 21st century. But Wesley Snipes is cold-blooded Simon Phoenix. Silence is free! Uh, Now fry like a chicken, chicken. But Demolition Man always keeps his cool. Hey, you didn't say Simon says. The future isn't big enough for the both of them. 
demolition man figures a bowler jet sold separately, new from Mattel. So, I don't think it's fair for Sly Stallone to go on such a rampage against uh, Simon just for not wanting to pay his taxes. Oh, well, that's the rules. You know, uh, this was 1990. Um, I'm getting my characters versus reality confused. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I could have gone about that smoother. Yeah, right. I, I, sometimes I cut out your bad jokes. Don't worry. Wait, really? I'm kidding. I leave them in. Of course I do. <laughs> I, all right. Because I, I tend to forget that I make them. <laughs> I love a good bomb. Uh, so, yeah, Demolition Man. I was 11 when this came out. Of course, my mom, we watched it with my mom. And I, <laughs> I loved every, was it like every restaurant was Taco Bell, right? Yeah, yeah. And everything they, was Taco Bell. Had, it was a fine cuisine. Yeah, and you had to wipe your ass with three seashells. The and three seashells, which they, which the beauty of that movie is they never, never tell you how. Why it's easier. It's and I love, I love the scene where he goes up and he just starts cursing to get the the uh, citations to it's wipe his ass with. Hilarious. Great. So I love this movie. It is rated R. It is not appropriate for kids, of course. Is it really rated R though? Uh, I haven't. Want, I mean, I I don't disagree. Yeah, it is. But it, maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I thought it was radar. That's not just, a kid's movie. <laughs> it's not a kid's movie. Um, well, now I'm, now you just threw a whole... A monkey wrench in the works? A wrench into my... It was number one in the box office. Um, yeah, it's R. It is R. Non-stop action violence and for strong language. But I watched it so many times, I just, I don't know. I, wow, am I really that, uh, uh... My mom likes Sandra Bullock, and this is one of her first, and I remember... I like her in that movie with the bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> with another R-rated movie that I probably shouldn't watch. <laughs> but that was, no, that was PG, that had to have been PG-13, right? Was it R? Oh, but I do remember Dennis Hopper getting decapitated by a sign. That's in my top five right there. There you go. So this movie, uh, definitely not appropriate for kids, but of course they had a toy line, and it was made by Mattel. They were looking for something. This was after their failed attempt at rebooting He-Man as He-Man in Space. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't have much. Um, Tom Kalinske was gone. He was with say he was at the height of Sega when this toy line came out. Um, but uh, so Mattel, you know, of course Barbie always sold well. But Mattel tried to make, I believe, um, did, did Mattel do the Mario Brothers movie toys? Uh, they made Mario Brothers movie toys. I think Mattel made those action figures. Wait, you're telling me I can buy a John Leguizamo action figure? You can. And Ertl. Ertl made those. I'm sorry. Ertl made those. They sold these at, uh, at uh, again, a movie that wasn't for kids. <laughs> but <laughs> It wasn't for anybody. Yeah, what anybody. the hell? So, the, yeah, there was All a, right. a demo. I can buy a Dennis Hopper and a John Leguizamo action figure. From that movie, correct. Um, so there was demolition, there wasn't really demolition man, uh, toys and, and, uh, uh, vehicles for the toys. There was also role-playing, uh, guns for kids. There was, uh, Hot Wheels since, since Hot Wheels was owned by Mattel, uh, mm -hmm. the demolition man, um, 
missile shooter. It was a, a rapid-fire five-assault missile uh, gun that you'd pound on the top, and it'd shoot out like, little foam rockets made by Mattel. So there was like a whole line of Demolition Man toys. Um, uh, out of all of those, though, the most uh, devastating to children would be Taco Bell. <laughs> I love Taco Bell at that time. That I, probably... Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'd go there right now if I had one nearby. I do now. I have one up the street. I just I will power. Um, what the hell's that? You have it too. Who, who is that? Uh, I think then I think then they took this line. The next big movie line that uh, Mattel had that kind of flopped was Last Action Hero. Another John McTiernan before he went. <sighs> to that movie was a piece of shit. Produced. That, that was the only movie I got yanked out of by my own mother because it was so bad. Well, I I think she thought it was too violent. In hindsight, I realized that, yeah, it was... Although she did take me out, like, the last minute. Well, there there was a toy line <laughs> made by Mattel. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, I remember she's like, we're leaving. I'm like, oh, mom, no. You know who was and I remember re- looking back, like, trying to watch the movie and the credits are rolling. I'm like, oh, okay. Do you know who was responsible for that movie? Ah, Section Hero. Go ahead. John well, go Peters ahead. and Peter Gruber. It was the first movie, one of the first movies they brought, their first big... Blockbuster they brought to Sony. <laughs> Sony should have seen the writing on the wall at that point. Jesus. You hear that, folks? That's a check phone in the arcade's mailbox. I wish. Uh, Enchantress is now reading the book, just because <laughs> I've talked about it so much. And I warned her. It's a it's a long one. She's only like she's been reading it forever, and it's thirty. She's only like thirty five percent in. Is it on tape? I don't know if there's enough tape to cover this whole story. It's so damn long. These two idiots just fucked up Hollywood so bad, and they Can still you work. Read it? All right, I got a plan. The one guy All owns right. the fucking Warriors. Like the come out and play Warriors? No, or the... The, lost the, the, what are they? The Golden State Warriors, the ones that win championships. Yeah, Peter Gruber. There's no way anyone that did these movies can put together that kind of basketball team. And I don't know shit about basketball, even though I do it every he fucking just day of my team. winter. He's got smarter people putting a team together. Oh, okay. I'm sure he micromanages the shit out of it because that's that's his mo. But that John Peters kind of doesn't really do anything more. He'd be all over that hashtag Me Too thing, apparently. Uh, oh really? Oh yeah, he was horrible to women. Uh, but Peter Gruber, yeah, he he's he's one of the owners of the Golden State Warriors. So that's what failing in Hollywood does for you. There's uh, no such thing as. Um, a what Hollywood does Hans loser. Gruber own? Does he have a nice watch at least? <laughs> it was a Rolex. Oh, he's an explorer. Him and James Cameron. Oh, they should do that instead of having like James Cameron in a submarine. Like, I have a Rolex. I explore the world. National Geographic. Like Hans Gruber. Come on, Simon. Bobby. Simon Gruber is Hans Gruber's brother. Simon. I got to rewatch that since I. With Die Hard 3? Yeah. Die Hard 3, top five moments. The uh, sickles against the security guard down the tunnels, cutting his throat. And she st- she holds him back? That would be me to you, right? Top, yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, top he's, five I think he's all dead. time. Fucked my mind up. I remember because we went up to a friend's house, like all the moms in the neighborhood. This might have been current separation time. I don't know. Anyway, they got everyone together and we were going to watch... Die Hard. I don't know why they thought this would be fun. So, like, it's me, 
And all the other moms in the neighborhood got the kids together, and they were mostly girls. So it was like me and a couple other boys, and the one really liked sports, so he was just out shooting basketball when he could watch Die Hard, which I didn't understand because I couldn't get the ball to go through the hole. So I just sat there. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. So I'm watching Die Hard while everyone else is just mortified. Do you hear that? What? Our cat Schmuffin finally came into the studio while we're recording. Ah, welcome to the show, Schmuffin. She just pops in, and she's just... She's just nuzzling everything. Well, she can't hear you because I've got cans on. <laughs> and just like that, she's gone. We didn't amuse her. Mm. We've been waiting. Uh, we've been waiting for her to make an appearance. I don't know if anyone heard her in the background there, but she was meowing a little bit. Uh, all right. So since we're only through three picks so far on this goddamn show, let's thank move- God I came home. Let's move on. <laughs> I was gonna go there. Somewhere in deepest space, all hell is breaking loose. They cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. Get them out of there! Aliens. This time, it's war. Aliens. The new movie. Rated R. Aliens! They're unstoppable! And we've got to give it our best shot! Drake, Ripley, A-Bone, Bishop, and I'm Hicks, armed with the latest high-tech heavy metal. Queen alien breathing down your back? I blast her with the bug rocker. Button heads with a bull alien? Ripley frags him with the turbo torch. Alien invasion problem? Send in the Marines! Space Marine figures and alien figures, each sold separately. I don't ever remember aliens. Being oh, yeah, I... Oof. I got chills just thinking about it. So this is how I picture this board meeting going. Hey, guys, there's a movie coming out where a little creature with an exoskeleton bursts out of the sternum of a woman pinned to a wall. Let's make toys. Yeah. Hashtag Kenner. Why not? Uh, Um, So what was your favorite piece of this line? Well, my favorite piece of this line by far, and I still... Sorry? I said if you could put down your beer for a moment for us all. It's delicious. Um, pot meat kettle. What? <laughs> what? Um, he's on the set right now. He's got a rocket launcher, even though he didn't have one in the movie. He just had a... a I, I bet he wishes he did, M- though. Oh, I wish he did. But he had an M29 uh, tactical pulse rifle with a caseless 20-millimeter explosive tip rounds and a sawed-off shotgun or a, a pump-action shotgun. Uh, Corporal Hicks, still my favorite action figure of all time, my little buddy, Corporal Hicks. I love... Um, now, I've talked about this on the show a lot. I just talked about it in the last segment. Mm-hmm. Um, Lenko is where we went because it's where we went during like the week and my mom went food shopping and they had a toy section and they had a decent think like Target or Walmart nowadays as far as how like large and encompassing their toy section was it wasn't like a mm-hmm. like a, a convenience store toy section where you get like a Foo Fighters a, I'm sorry a Food Fighters toy it was like a you know I would love a Foo Fighters toy so would I but uh, a real one from like that like a blimp with a bomb on it from the 1940s <laughs> So, uh, they, they, they'd have all these action figures. So I remember just going in, I was obsessed with looking at, they always would have like 
as the se- as the series grew and they made like series one, series two, they'd add different type of animal aliens to the to the lineup. The bull alien, the, the scorpion a- or, alien. Well, scorpion was in the first round. The face hugger. Yeah, there was all there's the 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 all all types of really cool uh, aliens, and then they had the big queen too. Um, well, there's the queen and the flying queen. So I had the queen where you would squeeze her head. The flying hold on, wings were like twice on. the size. It was hold massive. It was back. like Megazord. Squeezer, stop, stop, stop. Start back with you had the right. queen. I had the queen. Like you'd squeeze the head and then like the second mouth would come out. Oh, okay. But I didn't have the flying queen, which, I mean, I love the movies. I don't remember flying queen, but it was big. It was like Megazord big. It was awesome looking. I remember just seeing all these cool aliens and uh, wanting them, but I knew my parents. I couldn't even get the action figures like I actually played with. So uh, I don't know. It was a it was a long shot asking for these, so I just I just kept quiet and kind of asked for a Wild West Cowboy from Umesa. <laughs> well, they were pretty awesome. And, you know, at the time, I was like, uh, maybe it's because we were so like, I don't want to say. G- we were so overwhelmed by the realistic violence as kids with all these toy lines that we're talking about now. Uh, I mean, I was a GI Joe kid, you know. That that's the th- other the other thing. Like, out of all of these, like, yeah, GI Joe should be like an R-rated movie. Yeah. Oh, there's a you know, rhino. If they want to do it right, which they honestly, the second one isn't terrible. Oh, that hurts to say. I'm sorry. The cliff fight scene's pretty goddamn aw- awesome. Um. Wow, I almost said awful just by, like, my heart. I like the first um, one with Joseph Gordon-Levitt as, uh, it wasn't bad. They both weren't bad. It, no, no. Uh, well, see, here's my problem with the first one. Like, all the weird, goofy suits and shit like that. Just give us what, do what J, go JJ on G.I. Joe for us. Just give us what we want that we had as kids. Yeah, have, uh, have one of them say, knowing is half the battle. Yes. Oh, my. Oh, no. done. You know, that's all I need to do. Okay. So I want to edit that <laughs> alien line. That was a fun line. And um... oh, it was awesome. They had some really great figures. Um, so they the thing is, we and we talked about this before, where it was the figures more based on a cartoon that they were going to make. Right. Post aliens. Then Alien 3 came out. And Alien Three tanked, and well, they kind of originally cut the cord on this. Kenner was going to release that two, that twenty-four inch or twelve inch Alien toy in nineteen seventy-nine mm-hmm. when Alien came out. Uh, yeah. I think um, Funko or someone did a reproduction of it, uh, but then they decided not to and scrapped it. And so when Alien Three was coming out, that's when they released their Aliens. Uh, toy line and it was actually really successful they did really well with it so mm-hmm. where is that yeah they're like they were four four generations it ran for five years um and i i, I think like and i i think the thing is too the the cartoon didn't just go under because they because the third movie tanked i think they realized this is way too fucking gruesome to make a cartoon out of this is gonna be tough yeah um, that and the fact that a pone looks like he came right out of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Um, they couldn't give him the common courtesy of being like the hard nosed sergeant that he was. No, he's the black guy in the group, so we he has to look uh, 
uh, funky with his backwards hat and uh, cut-off sleeve T-shirt. Um, Bishop looks more like something out of, uh, I don't know, like an X-Files, bad X-Files episode. Uh, Ripley doesn't look anything like Sigourney Weaver, um, sans uh, chest. Uh, and Hicks is pretty close because he just looks like a space marine. Um, so, yeah, I could walk around and say I got my Michael Bean action figure. Hmm. Um, and, and it just, you know, eventually, though, you realize as a kid, it's like, oh, I got all my action figures. Oh, and you had Drake, of course. Um, they originally, then they initially came out, uh, not initially, second of all, came out with a Vasquez, Hudson, and O'Malley, who I don't know who the hell O'Malley is. He just kind of made him up. Uh, that came out with the British line and was released in the U.S. Hudson was only released in the U.K. And, uh, yeah. They, uh, you realize all your characters were be dead by the end of the third film. Yeah. So all your, all your toys die, not peacefully in their sleep after a hard, hard fought fight. Um, they all die horrible deaths, except your favorite character who would die in a stasis tube drowning in fluid. Sounds like a great time. Um, yeah, that's probably why they didn't make a cartoon. Um, I'm trying to see. So there was no, there was no Alien Nintendo game. Uh, I fig, I, I kind of knew that, but I was just verifying. Nintendo, there, no, there, there was, was a, a really fun uh, Game Boy Advance game. There was an Atari Twenty Six Hundred game released in eighty two mm-hmm. for Alien. There was a Commodore sixty four. An alien game in '84. There was Aliens for Commodore 64 in '86 and Apple II. There was Aliens for a different game that was EU. And then there was Aliens Alien 2 for the MSX. And then, of course, um, the many alien games that came out uh, for Alien 3 really opened up the door. There was an NES game for Aliens Alien 3. Uh, Sega Genesis, Sega Game Gear had an Alien 3 game. Alien vs. Predator then had a game and uh, for Super Nintendo, and then that just really opens up for my next toy line, uh, Squeezer, mm-hmm. which I, when you think Aliens, you think of this other franchise immediately. The Dreaded Beast versus the Savage Hunter. Aliens versus Predator with awesome new Predators. Clan Leader attacks with whipping dreadlocks. And Stalker, glowing in the dark, fires his spear. Suddenly, clipping up his attack spikes, the wild boar alien charges. And the ferocious mother alien in her monstrous hive traps Spike Tail, then covers him in ooze. Ooze! Who will survive? Aliens versus Predator. Queen Hive playset comes with mother alien figure and ooze. Other figures sold separately. So, of course, uh, I don't know how... Do you know the story of how these these two toy lines, like, in these two franchises in general, got together? Was it because no. of the toy line? I, I, you know, I don't know. I, it's one of those things I should know more about because I love them both equally, and they kind of just... They blend always, so naturally in with each other. I know you're going to hate me for this, but I always like the Predator movie better than Alien and Aliens. <laughs> Uh, Schwarzenegger. All right, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna just close this window now. <laughs> stop the stop the show. Red button. We're done. So think you're about go- it. You're dead to me. Let me let me make my Click. case. You got Schwarzenegger. You got Carl. Right, fuck you. Just because Jesse Ventura is in your Jesse movie doesn't Ventura. mean you have to love it more than anything else. Just so much, so much like, and it, it's basically like Commando, 
uh, with with the alien. It's and um, so many great Schwarzenegger lines. I, I was a huge Schwarzenegger fan, obviously. And, oh, of course. And um, I really enjoyed the. They did kind of the same thing with the Predator line that they did with the Alien line, with the different types of predators. Uh, basically, like what they did with the Batman line, and uh, just make different versions of the same toy over and over and over and over, and get you to buy them. And eventually, they ran out of ideas, <laughs> so they started making the. No, go ahead. Go they ahead. started making the aliens versus predator toys, and you were like, "Oh, you have to get them all because they they fight each other," which led to comic books, which led to Alien versus Predator versus Batman versus Superman comic books, which led to a movie franchise, Alien versus Predator. There's to this day, people associate these two franchises constantly together. With the piano guy. Yeah. All right. What? He was a pianist. Who? The guy from the the guy with the small face, with the nice hair, Alien vs Predator. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll look it up real quick. So anyway, uh, there was plenty of different Predator toys, and of course, once they combined the franchises, there was like the battle sets where you had to buy a little extra money, but you got two figures right away. You got an alien and a predator. And of course, you know you needed those, so they knew what they were doing, and and they got a lot of like legs out of out of these toys which were never these these were r-rated friends like gory horror franchises that should not have been targeted to kids but of, no. course, of course they were and uh, there was a predator nes game just like there was a uh, rambo and diehard nes game i mean i'm used to seeing apollo creed die but not with an arm missing so you know how the idea for predator came about uh, you know, I don't know. I love Predator, but I don't know enough about it. Uh, so these guys were uh, joking. Uh, Hollywood executives were joking that Rocky Balboa defeated everybody after Rocky Four. that there was no one on this earth left to fight. There would have to be an alien for him in the next movie. So these guys <laughs> liked that idea, and they noodled with it, and they wrote this script. Uh, who um, who was your buddy who wrote uh, Die Hard? Uh, it, uh, D'Souza? D'Souza. He took the script and turned it basically into Commando. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, down in um, Valverde, back in the '80s, like Central America, South America was like the Middle East nowadays because mm. of the the uh, you know fuck all the all the turmoil that happened down there in the '80s with Reagan and whatnot. Uh, what you're saying, we had something to do with all the cocaine and shit that came out. No, I, I guess South America was very much um, foiled to uh, the American culture in the 80s as much as Russia, not as much as I the blame Cortez. Yeah. <laughs> Should have never discovered it. So, yeah, that's um, that's my last, uh, not last pick, but my only, only third pick. Well, you know, holy shit, I just had a uh, thought about this. Um, remember Expendables? Yeah. The first one, not like the... I never saw any of them, that I, followed. Know, I, know of them. I only saw the first one. I enjoyed the shit out of it just because as ridiculous as it was, that's what it was meant to be. It was a throwback to those movies, yeah. Yeah. But Predator was that at the time. Pretty much, yeah. Like, all the guys in that movie, you had All the Arnold, big beefy dudes, You had yeah. Apollo Creed, you had Jesse the Body. All those guys were in that movie already. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I want to go back and watch Predator now. Predator is good. I like it. I enjoy it a lot, uh, especially when they, I, I, 
This guy, it's they use like a lot of serial killer tropes, like the the taking the trophy and everything. That's how they catch him. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, and you, you gotta love the sequel. Who doesn't love Danny Glover as a a cop that doesn't want to be there? Uh, <laughs> He's he might be too old for this shit. <laughs> might be too old for this shit. Come August, we'll find out again. Now, new Predator. Oh yeah, is this uh? I have no fucking clue. All I know is there's a new Predator coming out in August, and I will go see it. Well, uh, speaking of things that they need to make new ones of, your next pick is... We miss you at the Academy. Oh, thanks. Not that much. If great men graduate from the police academy every year... Let's go! Then who are these guys? Give it to me! Now look, I'm serious. That's my... Oh, I'm sorry. Police Academy 2. Time to deploy for school. I'll go when I'm ready. Their first assignment. You're ready now, mister. <laughs> now playing at a theater near you, check your local listings. Police Academy. This is Jones. Numbskull's robbing the bank. Each sold separately. Come in, Mahoney. I'm on the case. Cops. I'm out of here. It's karate time. Who dropped in? You're under arrest and underwater. Case closed. Where'd he go? A blasted. Police Academy. Crash Cycle, Mahoney, Jones, and other figures each sold separately. Each sold separately. What's the second one? Listen. Pile up. I just had to leave it in there. Themes for the cartoon is so goddamn awesome. I couldn't not leave it in. Yeah, that cartoon was something else. My brother loved it. I was kind of, I like the first movie when naked girls are dancing around a fire. When the other ones got... exactly, <laughs> exactly that's... why they should have made. All right, now I know I use now the, every the... every movie since one basically turned into the cartoon before the cartoon could be the cartoon. Yes, and then they, yeah. Well, I even have. Oh, holy, are you reading my notes and no. my crinkly piece of paper? No, but we're just big fans of the series. Yoss yeah. and Bill Clinton are big fans of the series. So, <laughs> so it's just um, kept our country in so, peace. So, yeah, the first movie is rated R. The second one, which I played a spot for, was PG-13. We already played one from – we played multiple spots like, from we, the first movie. We're both big fans of City Under one Siege. Hmm? We're both big fans of Six, City Under Siege. Oh, City Under Siege, I think, is the best. I think it's a great movie. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's, it's my favorite, too. It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. And it's also PG, because after, starting at Police Academy 3 and on, they just started making kids' movies. Yeah, because they realized kids fucking loved the first yes. one because there was naked girls dancing on the fire. So like, Yes, oh. and I remember vividly, where I'm sitting in my room, and or not my room, I'm sitting on the chair in our living room, with the TV on, I'm watching Police Academy that I just taped illegally off of uh, Cinemax because we had a, a one of those descrambler boxes and shit. So I was watching that, and my mom walks in, and I'm like, "Ooh, I'm getting all excited and shit like that." And it's because Mahoney and and uh, uh, High Tower go to that party, and the girls are dancing around a fire. And then my mom and my sister walk in, and I pretend like, oh, no, there's boobies on TV, mommy. I can't watch this. <laughs> so I like I avert my eyes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And yeah, from there, and that, and you know, the violence alone. But there's plenty of cursing, plenty of gratuitous nudity. It, it Police Academy is not a movie for children. No, and I remember watching that with my dad after we got into Police Academy, and he was kind of like, "Oh, don't watch this at the nudity <laughs> scenes," and you know that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you told me not to watch this. That's basically a go button. Yeah, I want right. to see. Um, so, but this, uh, this had a pretty cool toy line. We, we talked about this at nauseum. I had tons of these, not action figures, but almost all of the you, role playing toys. You had all the role play stuff. I had a lot of the action figure stuff. Right. So and, like I had Tackleberry, which I, I, I found a Tackleberry at, a uh, uh, RetroCon. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, he should be on the set now. And then there was a Jones, uh, he came with a megaphone, which like a little kazoo that you could use yourself. And Mahoney, and then they had all the cr- weird criminals that didn't really make much sense. Um, but who cares? They were actually kind of fun. Now, um, did I read somewhere that Kenner actually made this as a joke? Or was that just like a joke that I read? It might have been. Looking at the figures, like, I, look, they, they were fun as kids. Quality-wise, and, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll say fuck you, Kenner, for... Um, perverting my childhood uh, as much as I want, but at the same time, thank you. Because even though like uh, T2 was weird, that fact that you have this horrible movie where people get stabbed through the face by the villain and you have toys for it, uh, same thing with a lot of movies uh, down the line, as Aliens, uh, they were awesome figures, like really good quality. They were right. really well made, even though, like, you know, like, I'm talking from, like, Hicks's standpoint, uh, Apone, um, I'm, and, like, Bishop were a little weird looking, sure, but, um, yeah, they were, like, legit solid looking figures. These police chemistry figures are very, like, just loose, and just the way they're assembled, like, just uh, kind of gangly, like, uh, fucking Tom Hanks's, uh, what's his name in Toy, in Toy Story, fucking what Sheriff. Is- Dooley Hopper or whatever his so name is. So there was always the, the big figure from this line is the snack attack house with his hoagie blaster. Apparently, <laughs> yes. apparently it was limited to one per every one per every five cases. That's how rare this guy was. That's the that's it. That's the like pinnacle of a chase figure, right? no? Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's a chase figure. Uh, another uh, tough figure was the mail away Captain Harris. Uh, he was. Loose. I know. I wanted him so badly. I remember seeing like advertisements for mail away Captain Harris, and I remember I would like try to do it, but I wanted to do it myself, and I didn't know how the mail worked. <laughs> so I would just put shit in the mailbox, expecting Captain Harris to show up, and he never did. <laughs> And of course, was the stakeout sweet shock. Uh, it was mailed to kids after Kenner ran out of the Captain Harris figures. Uh, he wasn't loose; he was carded. But the carded examples are super, super hard to find. Probably one of the most expensive figures out there. Uh, th- those three figures demand a lot of money from the entire line. But the, the stakeout sweet shock and the Captain Harris, uh, particularly, and uh, uh, the snack attack uh, house, I see a lot. But I want one of those hoagie blasters. I could keep I yeah. could keep our staff happy all at all times if I had a hoagie blaster. I would I would just like a hoagie. <laughs> there was uh Yeah, so there was uh there was a lot of cool figures from this line. Did you have um uh the Zed whose uh, his pants fell down when he was on the skateboard? 
I did not have Zed whose pants fell down on the skateboard, no. No. It was pretty cool. But uh I liked Zed as a bad guy. Yeah, he started off as a bad guy. Police and, Academy two. And three he was uh, or, or is it three? No, it was two. It was two. It was three there, was uh, cops. For citizens on patrol, right? Uh, citizens on patrol was number four. Oh. The new class he was part of, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he came in a new class. And then he was Citizens on Patrol. Uh, yeah, I always liked that. And then they kind of wrote him out because Bobcat Goldwaith was kind of a wild card. Mm. But he was great on um, he was great on the cartoons then. He was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the Police Academy line is a fun line. Uh, my next one is, is kind of weird, but uh, cool nonetheless. Ready for a scare? You must meet Crypt Keeper! Greetings, Frank Crypt Keeper! Come back and meet my friend! Hello, Boyle the Two! Why don't you offer your fiends something cold and wet? <laughs> yes, I think that's exactly what our little fiends need! Crypt Keeper, you're the host with the most! The most rotting flesh, that is! <laughs> Wellridge talking Crypt Keeper! From Ace! So back in the 50s, I believe, <laughs> and before, there was a comic book company called EC Comics, and they produced the Tales from the Crypt comic book. HBO optioned this and created a TV show, an anthology series called Tales from the Crypt, which was really popular. But since HBO had really no rules and weren't governed by any sort of controlling body, there was uh, gratuitous violence, cursing, and nudity in the show. But it was really popular and funny, and it was all hosted by this man called the Crypt Keeper, who became really popular with young mm-hmm. younger people. It tested well. Of course, they had to make a cartoon out of it, Tales from the Crypt Keeper, which started on ABC and wound up on CBS. It ran that long. It found two homes. But there was a toy line also, Tales from the Crypt Keeper, that had a series of random action figures, mainly different versions of the Crypt Keeper, and this doll, of course. Everything had a doll back then in the 80s. Uh, do you remember any of these toys? I remember the cartoon. I- Cartoon is actually good. You could watch the Tales from the Crypt Keeper on, on most of them are on YouTube. It's actually a really good, fun kind of uh, like horror kids show. Goosebumps ish. And are you afraid yeah. of the dark? I, I, I really don't. I, I remember the, like the animation of the Crypt Keeper is more like a green. Right. Than like the, the skull and bones kind of thing. Uh, Here's the thing. Remember the running theme of the show? One of the many running themes of the show. What am I? Huh? You can say it. You're going to have to help me out here. I'm a, I'm a pussy. Oh. Scaredy cat. Oh. Yeah, yes. Scaredy yes. cat. Oh, it's horror. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, you didn't like it. Yeah, I was terrified. Meanwhile, you're the guy who picked Are You Afraid of the Dark from your Nickelodeon. I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. All right. So, yeah, this show show aired in a bunch of different, like, uh, it it aired from 93 to 2000. Really? Yeah. There was a lot of it. Shit. Fuck you, Firefly fans. All right. Uh, not the music festival or talking the show, but it didn't order. It didn't run in su- succession, and there was really only thirteen episodes per season. Uh, the first season aired. September- oh, so they're like the Netflix before Netflix. We're gonna give you shows whenever we feel like it, and we're only gonna give you like thirteen of them. 
Well, yeah, there was there was two. There was season one in ninety three. There was season two in ninety four, and then it came back as New Tales from the Keep Keeper in ninety nine. Crypt Keeper in ninety nine. Okay. And every now and then we're going to have a guy with a glowing fist that's going to sit down and just talk for a while. So every yeah, well, he wasn't fun. So every uh, every uh, cartoon back then would just re air like out of order, and you know you never realized it was canceled. So uh, mm-hmm. they could do things like that. But um, yeah, that was Tales from the Crypt Keeper. It was a Saturday morning cartoon. There was a toy line, um, and people generally always knew the Crypt Keeper. You called your old teachers in school a Crypt Keeper if she was really old, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my next pick, and let's go on to this one. Is equally as weird and does not belong in the can- hands of minds of children. He was created out of violence and horror. He exists only to destroy the evil around him. He can't be reasoned with or bargained with. He can't be stopped. So if you've been bad, look out. He's your worst nightmare come true, the Toxic Avenger. If you've been bad, he'll get you good. Rated R, under 17, not admitted with... It's Dr. Killamoff, the evil alien who wants to pollute the whole world. He's going to smogify every tree in Tromaville. But look who's going to stop him. It's Toxie, the trendy yet hideously deformed leader of the Toxic Crusaders, who, with their help, really gums up the works. I'm toxic, but I'm tasteful. How does he do it? What does she see in him? Where did he get that tutu? Toxic Crusaders, they're gross. But they still get girls. Hideously deformed action figures from Playmates. They're gross. But they still get girls. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like me and you. <laughs> yeah, somehow. <laughs> uh, uh, not far. Uh, I've. Did I just blow your mind? What? That, that yeah, I'm. That we're toxic crusaders. We're toxic crusaders. Uh, what does that? Who does that make me? Ah, uh, shit. I'm no zone. I'm congested right now, so I'm no zone. That was the one the one figure I had out of this line. It was one of uh Toxie's buddies with the uh like he would fire snot out of his nose. Yeah, um, he, he was gross. So uh you know trauma. Right? Roy Kaufman, I know it well. That's where we got yeah. uh, James Gunn from. His first film was Tromeo and Juliet. Yeah, uh so trauma, they bring it Toxic Avenger, uh Nukem High. You know, all those just campy, awfully over the top, yeah. violent, nudity riddled gore fests. B movies. Yeah. B movies. And you laugh your ass off in the process. Right. Um even though Toxic Avenger did have a couple moments where it's like, okay, that that's kinda horrifying. Running over the uh kid's head on the kid on the bicycle running over his head. Yeah. Um, and they or, they gored it up like fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, and it was fucking fantastic. And even then, as I get growing up, I'm like, I wasn't like scared. Like this is, it's so. Even then, I knew this is so over the top. This is ridiculous. Um, I fucking, I don't, I don't remember when I first saw. I probably saw Toxic Crusaders, the cartoon. I would assume before I saw Toxic Avengers, because I'd like to consider my parents fairly good at what they did to an extent right um sorry yeah oh yeah yeah no yeah. um the, this one uh, there was a lot of adult jokes in the tv show too that just went right oh up. yeah it, it was 
I mean, they even did it in like Muppet Babies, though. You know, there there's some hidden shit in there, like you could get a chuckle out of. Yeah, all right, so Toxic Crusader might learn a little deeper, but so they they took a character that was uh, a deformed uh, result of nuclear radiation and turned him into a Captain Planet esque kind of hero. Well, it, it with came, the cartoon, it came at a time when, like, starting with Ninja Turtles and the the ooze dripping and creating them. Yeah. It, it, there was a lot of like environment eco-friendly uh, message uh swamp thing captain planet swamp thing turtles mm-hmm. and of course this which only had I, I think a handful of episodes there wasn't many i think like 12 or something and that give a hoot don't pollute asshole yeah. uh yeah he was there too uh, they had some they had some cool figures this was now they, we've been, they had everything, everything on my list has been kenner Sorry, go ahead. They they had everything. They didn't just have figures. They had a Nintendo game. They had a Game Boy game. They had a Marvel yeah. comic book line. They had color forms. They had Halloween costumes, chops, trading cards, board game, cu- card game, puzzles, uh, Sega, Bandai, uh, Super, uh, Super Nintendo even had a game. There was everything. Yeah. For a movie where a man had his arm chopped off and then thrown in the oven. Yeah, right. And this was, um, it, you said you were this, saying this was, most of your toys were Kennered. This wasn't. This this was Playmates. Yes, and there was the same uh, uh, scale as Turtles and uh, They Dick are, Tracy. if you just kind of threw them all in the box, um, you probably wouldn't be able to tell which ones wore, were uh, 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 Toxic Crusaders and which ones were Ninja Turtles. No. Like, they, they were, like, they basically came out of the same mold. Literally and figuratively. Um, and that's not a bad thing because well, they made some really nice figurines. And they were kind of fun too because they'd come with like the schnoz and stuff. Uh, you know, like the uh, the shit that would come out of the nose for like no zone yeah. and, and, and shit like that. Yeah, it came with it, yeah. Yeah. My, my biggest problem with the whole thing is though, like all that, all that violence is one thing. Like why are there samurai swords in the mes- Mexican restaurant? Uh, that's my biggest you know how i like to pick one thing i move that drives me crazy uh you know this one is why are there samurai swords why a mexican hat in a in a taco restaurant i but wanted yeah, my th- own th- pet blobby when i was a kid oh yeah yeah uh it wasn't uh, fair that he had to- toxie had one and i didn't mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you... the, the cool kid next door had a bunch of figures that I was all about, but uh, yeah, Nozone was the only one I had out of collection. But I loved him because he was great because he fit in. He fit in so well with the, uh, even though he was a good guy in the cartoon for uh, with Toxie, he immediately became a perfect bad guy for my Ninja Turtles. Oh, of course. I never had a Bebop, so it was him and Rocksteady were my boys. <laughs> That's a good combination. No zone. I thought so. I was like the headbanger figure, the two, the, the uh, bonehead. No, the headbanger. Uh, it was like the two guys fused together on the, oh, yes, the surfboard. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that was always a really cool, cool figure. Uh, and they even they even had an ooze line that came with Toxic Crusader because you couldn't have a toy line without an ooze back then. Yeah, some kind of gap. Gacky substance that would dry and crust over, and then it was just ru- like the, or ruin your carpets. The turtle zoos and the, the ectoplasm at the time, and the the, the He-Man slime. 
Do you think there was just one company out there that made that shit and then just marketed out to all the other toy companies? Like, yeah. oh yeah, provide yeah. This for yeah, you just like you just bought your slime from this company. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm doing a slime tie-in with my toy line. Uh, could you set me up with a couple gallons, a couple five hundred gallon drums? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. What color? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah give sure. me, uh, all right, give me Bye. red, Whatever. a green, yeah. a yellow. Uh, I really was into the Toxic Crusader color forms. We had a lot of this stuff clearance at KB when I worked there too. By the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, even back, even up to then, like it was still going strong in like the late nineties. Well, this toy line was ninety three, ninety four, and I was at KB in ninety eight. So yeah, we had liquidated shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Trying to get rid of it any way they could, because yeah, at that point, in, in hindsight, if you can go back there, would you just be? blowing your entire KB paycheck on this stuff and just packaging up, waiting for the show to come along like 15 years later. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of the stuff I have, I had, and then I got rid of, like I was doing that at the time. I was buying stuff (sighs) back then. And then like, there was a certain point when I just became a jaded fuck. And it was like, I don't want anything. What the fuck happened? Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. We're just we're just born out. I'm the same. I had every fucking Star Wars toy. Oh, I could be such an asshole right now and just whip out my X-Wing. But no, I can't because I gave it away. Yeah, well, you know. Be- cool for the room? Look at me. Look at me. You can see me right now. I look like fucking Zed. We've been over this. My receding hairline and all that shit. Why did I give that up thinking I could be cool? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I never was cool. I don't know why I thought I could be cool, but. And what would it get me? Respect. Not for me. Toys get respect in this these parts. Yeah, nowadays. Nowadays. Let's uh, let's move on to my last pick. I don't have much to say about it, but it's on there because it's R-rated and it had a toy line. He's a man with a plan. Where are we going? Shopping. She's about to become part of it. I've got a 7.30 advanced karate class. You're not going to make it. From the moment they meet. Are you going to kill me or something? Trust me. The adventure begins. Ah! Arnold Schwarzenegger. Where did you learn how to do that? Ray Dawn Chong. I read the instructions. Commando. Rated R. Starts Friday, October 4th at a theater near you. Rated R. So do you know what uh, former uh, the uh, television and comic book writer who is now a big wig with Marvel wrote this movie? Uh, Faggy? No. Uh, Jeff Loeb. Oh. oh. Jeff Loeb came up with the story and wrote the script, and uh, D'Souza finished it. D'Souza, yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, Commando was the first, uh, his, his first big, his first big, uh, deal. Then he went on to write, that's where he got his start in comics. He, he wrote Teen Wolf and he wrote, he wrote Commando. And then he got, um, he met a guy with, I think DC, uh, and he went, he asked for something to write and they gave him Challengers of the Unknown and he took the Chals and made them into something like respectable. I remember the Jeff Loeb run. It's really great. And then he met this, uh, Young budding artist named Tim Sale, and the two of them started doing uh, uh, special Batman runoffs, which went on to be legendary. And then they went on did the color books for Marvel and uh, Superman of all seasons. And uh, then he went and did fucking Hush, which is a beautiful book with uh, Jim Lee. And uh, now he's the head of Marvel Television, so he's kind of a big deal. 
Great guy. Great interview. I love hearing him talk. I just could listen to his stories all day long. But yeah, Jeff Loeb was part of Commando. Uh, one of Schwarzenegger's first big movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, of course, Kenner... Kenner had a toy line. It was they were taller <laughs> guys. They were kind of looked like a like a shorter GI Joe. Uh, of course, there was the toy guns kids could play with and the whatnots. But um, this fucking movie did not need a toy line, but it had one and uh, wasn't as popular as the other ones on our list. But it was still there. It was still very much an R rated movie and very much, um, um, you know, probably didn't. I don't know in what world, the 80s, in the 70s, they were like, oh, you know, fucking violent movie, kids will love it, let's get a toy. It's rated R, but let's well, get a toy if, line. If you think about it, like, everything that we played with is kids, even Ghostbusters with the proton packs, they were still kind of like guns, and you know, everything had a weapon, everything was a battle. You know, there was no Paw Patrol. We weren't like, oh, I'm a puppy. I'm here to be cute and enforce the rules or some shit like that. I don't. I don't know if we're better like, or worse for it. Um, we are. We're better for it. Um, because eventually, our children are going to turn this world into a soft, spongy cushball, and then we're going to be in like our seventies, and we're going to build these robot suits, and then we're going to take over the world again, and then create an AI which will eventually destroy us. <laughs> So some of the toys you can get for this were just like the Rambo ones. There, were, there was 12-inch Commando action figures. There was Commando uh, uh, like uh, Army at military action watches. There was uh, Commando grenades. There was Commando uh, combat vest. Uh, the full works. And um... see, I had because I already had my Commando vest. I had my uh, my grandfather's. Uh, Army, uh, Army Air Force vest from like the Korean War and shit that I would just walk around with, with a pistol holter, holster built into it. And I found a, uh, a Colt 1911 squirt gun that fit in perfectly with it to scale. Of and I would just walk around wearing that all day. Yeah, here's here's more. Uh, Schwarzenegger Commando Uzi water sound pistol. Commando battle well, Maybe rifle. that was the one I had. Yeah. All I know is I had the pistol that worked the the Uzi that ran off a nine volt battery that went that 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 that. Yeah. Okay. Here's the full here's the full uh, guidebook I just found here. Uh, let me get a good look at this image. Looks like it's not up there. Yeah. There's there was binoculars, cantina knife, watch, a handgun, a arrow gun. Uh, there. Yeah. There was there was all sorts of cool uh, little toys. It's like my Boy Scout starter kit, really. Quite, quite frankly, I wish that they would do this again. But, you know, we live in a more PC How awesome society. is that we need more movies or characters named John Matrix? John Matrix, who who has a very American name but sounds like he's a Nazi. <laughs> Which... How did you uh, learn to do God, that? Thank God he was born when he was. Hi, I'm Johnny. I'm Amer- Hello, I'm Johnny America. It's like when a poo pretending to be American. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, what would we have done without Arnold Schwarzenegger? He shaped, he shaped so much for us. Had Arnold been born twenty years earlier, we would have lost the war. He would have single-handedly won World War II for the Germans. Probably. 
Uh, he was Austrian, though, but still, they're on the same side. Now, yeah, well, Hitler was also Austrian. A lot. It's true. A lot of these movies uh, did well by their. I'm sorry, these toy lines and cartoons did well by the creation. Like Rambo, he was a shirtless, muscular-bound badass all the time. Then there were some that completely neutered your character and made him to be a goofy Inspector Gadget. That's your next pick. The question all America is asking. Robocop, who is he? What is he? Where did he come from? Kids look up to him. Stay out of trouble. Women feel safe with him. Let the woman go, you are under arrest. And criminals fear him. The summer's new superhero is America's new super hit movie, Robocop. I really love that guy. Rated R, now playing at a theater near you. When crime strikes, nothing can stop Robocop. Criminals, give up. Surprise, Robocop. Meet your match. Robocop and Evil ED-260 face off with rapid repeat cap firing. That should hold you. Calling the Robo Jailer. Run away. You won't catch us. But the Robo Jailer smashes through their hideout. You'll be hiding out in prison now. Figures and vehicles sold separately. Back for more. Robocop and the Ultra Police. So my problem with now, this. You're not, you're not being fair. You can't make a Robocop action for your kids and not. Uh, do anything to uh, no the action uh, figures were cool those were who did the action figures was it Kenner it was Kenner of course they, they were cool I'm talking about the cartoon series done by Marvel oh, Productions and Orion but, but you had to he was a bumbling <laughs> was, idiot whose inventions by Dr. McNamara never worked he was like fucking Inspector Gadget oh yeah, that's a good point uh, uh, but I'm talking on a level of the violence and yeah, the everything was right. like lasers so, and yeah. So the movie is 102 minutes long, and there's 22 fucks in it. That is a fuck every four minutes. Yeah. The hero of your movie is brutally murdered in the most violent manner possible by first having his hand shot off with a shotgun, revealing a giant bleeding stump. Basically, imagine Luke. In the, at the end of Empire, but instead of being cauterized, it's basically like the founded Epcot during the laser light show of blood. And then, yeah, shot about 170 times. Yeah, well, they couldn't just kind of tone that down a little bit. They had to go. Well, well, I, don't know, I liked the RoboCop showing as a kid, but now I'm looking at I'm like, he was such a buffoon in the cartoon. Yeah, I know, it was a buffoon and that's the reason and i hated inspector gadget for that i would be pissed i was a big fan of penny and and, and brain but i'm like fuck you gadget you incompetent asshole anywho i remember when i was a kid speaking of inspector gadget like penny's like book that was like a computer that she carried around with her everywhere that had yeah. access to all the information in the world and i'm like that's her so iPad? cool essentially yeah we carry them in our pockets <laughs> at all times now like um but yeah that was always i, I, I think for thing for brain um hmm. yeah so you had robocop and his ultra police so they of course they had to make extra figures you know because you need more good guys because you could sell a robocops um and then you got to sell their you know his friends right i don't think the ultra police were part of the cartoon no they weren't part of anything they just Wanted figures. Right. Na- Nancy Allen was just another 
cop like just they they made the cops feel so average in RoboCop just her being in her riot gear and like the, the her being up against the fences watching her partner get blown away and then when she realizes it's him and all that shit it's it's awesome you know they, they gave him all these weird the the figures they gave him all these weird gadgets and shit like that and I guess they were fun to play with, and and the criminals too were the same thing. The, they were the criminals were the same along the lines of like police academy, where it's like he didn't really have any uh, like bad guys that would be fun to make criminals out of. So they they just made up their own thing as they went. Right. Uh, yeah, they were they were cool, and the the cap action was always really cool. And there was a Nintendo game that yeah. actually kind of really sucked for this. Um, no. Even with that Nintendo seal of quality? How about it? The only one that was kind of good was the Rambo one because it was kind of like a clone of Zelda 2. But, um, I want to check out that Die Hard that you were talking about, though. You never play- oh, yeah, you never played the Die Hard game. It was fun. Uh-huh. So we were, we were discussing, uh, moving on to other business, we were discussing on, on Instagram what it would be like because because our three movies we talked about gremlins batman returns and, and die hard had two of them had serials batman returns and gremlins so we were wondering <laughs> what a, a die hard serial would be and uh we got some pretty fun suggestions um before Ooh, is I re- there broken glass in it well <laughs> i mean we're talking about serious something that you can market and someone That's said Captain crunch if they made die hard should just be captain crunch and it's broken glass uh, someone should say, said shaped like Nakatomi building with gun shaped marshmallow bits, special Argyle limo bits and Christmas boxes. And that's, I like that. Someone also said pink marshmallow, bloody feet, falling Hans Gruber's and toy machine gun in the box. Of course. So kids in the commercial could say, ho, ho, ho. Now I've got a machine gun. <laughs> I have a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Do you have any ideas of what it should be? Honestly? Oh, it should be Twinkie flavored. It should be the. It shouldn't be Die Hard. It should be Al Pal. You Al Pal yeah. uh, breakfast cereal, yeah. and it's just Twinkies. Just Twinkies in the brown paper bag. Twinkies brown paper bag. Uh, I'm thinking. Let's see. Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh, oh. Uh, what kind of candy bar did the uh, did the Mongolian dude steal? Oh yeah. Was it uh, was it Fifth Avenue? Was it Baby Ruth? What? Or Mars, it was a Mars bar. It was a Mars bar. Was it Mars? Who the fuck would steal a Mars bar? Because they were more popular then. They're not. They're only a thing in like Europe now. Oh, it was a crunch That's bar. I'm sorry. It was a crunch bar. Google it. It was a crunch bar. It was a crunch bar? Yeah. Okay. More power to you. They're good. Yeah. I just had one the other day. I found one in the freezer. You know how like sometimes at Halloween you throw a couple in the freezer and like you come across one later? Yeah, but it was right next to the Mars. I'm looking at the picture. Okay. It was Mars, Crunch, yeah, would, and Hershey's. I would not steal. I would not see it. If you're if you're gonna steal like thirty billion dollars worth of gold bullion, the let. Oh, wait, that was Die Hard Three. All right. If you're gonna steal thirty dollars worth of weird like bank receipt notes and stuff like that, um, yeah, you take get yourself treat yourself. Go get a Butterfinger. Some oh, well, he that. he had this is these were his options. I'm looking at. It looks like there was some sort of Neko peanut butter cup. Uh, a Neko chocolate thing, Mars bar, Nestle Crunch, a Hershey's bar, Planter peanuts, or Raisinets, plus Big League, uh, not Big League Chew, Big Raisinets. Red. Raisinets. Yeah, Raisinets. Raisinets all day. Right? But those are kind of harder to eat. But Big big Red, Juicy Fruit, and um, 
double mint gum is also there. Yeah, but if you're going to be in a gunfight, you take an entire box of Raisinets, you pop it in your mouth, you pop it in your cheap like it's some dip, and then throughout the gunfight, you just pop a couple of Raisinets down the other side, like like sunflower seeds. And it's like, <laughs> throughout the entire time, you're getting shot up. It's, it's all right. I got chocolate-covered raisins. Yeah, that's true. It's, you make a good point. Yeah, I, got, I would go Raisinets. I mean, I'm not a combatant in any way whatsoever, but if, if I were to be a special forces operator and I had to have a piece of candy stuck in my cheek during an operation, I would go Raisinets. Well, you can't fight that logic, Squeezer. And we went another 90 minutes for the people on something that, I don't know, more, normal people only talk for a few minutes on. But we managed to, to pull it out for 90 minutes. You'd, you would just be getting home right now, imagine. You wouldn't even be getting, you'd just, you'd probably still be driving and is it snowing out there yet this was a good idea i don't know i'm in my basement can't you hear me heater (laughs) i'll poke my head out in a second and see so next week we're gonna try and have our special guest on hopefully that works out uh we're gonna talk simpsons episodes he oh i'm gonna have to watch the simpsons yeah i've been catching up um so i have some dibs but i'm gonna throw them out there uh then I then we we're gonna talk a little WWF Attitude Era. We're gonna talk. Uh, I've been waiting for that one since day one. We're gonna talk old Super Bowl commercials. We're gonna talk Mattel, the Mattel line specifically. So we got a lot. Um, and this is just gonna be. Did, my, you, did you get my notes? Yeah, I got your notes. Yeah, there's a lot there right, too. We're doing the equestrian show. Yeah, we're gonna do a horse show. I don't know what that's, I'm gonna fucking talk about. Now there's plenty trust me there i've gone through i've done the pre-research there's plenty there so we're gonna do a it's gonna be a horse. if you like horses we're gonna do a show entirely about horses yeah that's on, that's on on the lineup and eventually yeah, shit, we can put last jedi in there now too <laughs> those horsey looking things i i know that you aren't the biggest fan of masters of the universe but no i love it i just it, i was i don't know i was it was my i, I felt I don't know. Bread and was, butter. Remember, and I, what's the theme of the show? I'm too much of a pussy. Yeah. I just, I just felt less of a man watching He-Man do his thing. Well, we'll get there, and we'll dip our feet in the water with the Mattel line. But until then, uh, this was our R-rated toy franchise. Tra- yeah, yeah. That's me screwing up. R-rated toy franchises, and look for this month uh, my first few Cooking the Radier shows. I'm about to get them started. Oh uh-huh, shit. Uh, so, Squeezer, I'm sorry right now if I burn your set down. But uh, we're almost out of theme song, so I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Good night, everybody. <laughs>